Hello, and welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast where we discuss the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not just on how to be organized, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint that we leave the chaos and clutter behind in our lives. Hi, I'm Leanna George. I'm an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. And I'm Angie Heitch, an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. So are you ready to unclutter your heart and your home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. All right. Well, we are so excited for this episode. We told you on the last episode that we could not wait because we have two very special guests joining us for this episode. And so I would love to welcome to the podcast, my husband, Clint, and Angie's husband, Eric. Hi, y'all. Welcome. Hey. Welcome. So cool. Yeah, we think this is going to be one of our most popular uh, episodes. I mean, you know, yeah. for the audience that we have, we, we're, that's what we're assuming because we're so excited. It could just be us. Um, but we know that our, our audience members who are listening are going to love hearing from your perspective, guys. So we're going to get into some nitty gritty details. Some are fun. Some are, you know, just hard. <laughs> but before we do that, we just thought we would start having you each tell a little bit about yourselves and how you met uh, your spouse um, and Clint, um, since I'm talking, you get to go first. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So Clint George, um, uh, I met Leanna in college, but I think we actually met at church. So we were, we went to the same church and obviously we went to the same university. And I think we actually, actually met there, but we spent most of our time crossing paths at, at the school, at the university. Leanna worked in the library. Can you believe that? She worked in the library. That's shocking. And so, uh, and, and she worked up in the stacks, like they call them the stacks, right? Uh -huh. And so I, I would see Leanna at the library as I was passing through going somewhere else because I really didn't spend time at the library. I just walked through the library to get to another building, right? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's how we met. Okay, you want to tell us anybody about how you were married or kids, anything about life? Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, and about yourself. So, uh, we got we got married in, in 1991, right? 91? Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. So it's good that you're here to confirm. I, I see you nodding, so that's helpful. Uh, so we've been married 32 years. We have two, two kids. We have two girls, Kaylee and Abby. And Kaylee and Abby are both, uh, I would say they're young adults now, right? Yeah. You know, they're adulting and adulting is hard as they do. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, so, so they're, they're doing really well. Kaylee's in, in Waco, Texas, and Abby is in, in New York city. She lives in New York city. Okay. So she's and then tell to, us, go ahead. I was say, tell us about you. What do you do? What are your hobbies? Interests? Oh, okay. So I am, uh, I, I guess the best way to describe it is an engineering director for a chemical company. Um, it's a global chemical company. And so that's kind of my role. Um, but outside of that, I, I think, uh, what, what I, what I do or what I like to do is mostly things that are outdoors, outdoorsy type stuff. Um, like every year I try to organize a group of guys to go do something this year we did. Um, we did part of the Appalachian trail. Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, a part, I mean a little tiny part of the Appalachian yeah. trail <laughs> over a long weekend. And it was pretty tough. It was harder than what we had anticipated. But um, but every year we do we do something like that. We we'll do a kayaking trip, or we'll do um, we did a climb to 
a peak in Colorado a couple of years ago. And so just, just outdoor stuff is, is probably where I'm, I'm happiest. So. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, you're happiest. No, when you're happiest is with me at home. That, well, of course. <laughs> but this is not a counseling session. I don't so anyway, moving thing. on. <laughs> moving on to your uh, what do they call doppelganger? Um, yeah, there you go, Eric. Eric hi. Uh, so this is Angie's husband, and so Eric, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Eric Heitch. Uh, Angie and I have been married for this December, I guess in just a few weeks, it'll be 36 years. We got married in 1987. Wow. Wow. Uh, we, we also met in college uh, at, a, at a retreat for a, uh, uh, like a, a Christian student center retreat. We met playing nice. Trivial Pursuit together. Wow. Um, we uh, I've, have degrees in engineering, uh, electrical engineering, uh, bachelor's and master's. Uh, I've slowly kind of made my way from working in hardware into software. And I guess probably for the last 12, 13, 14 years, I've done, um, iPhone programming. So I currently work for a company called Noom and I work on their iPhone app and Clint, like you, I, I'm, I love the outdoors. Uh, I love to hike, bike, um, usually whenever there's like a time that Angie is going to be out of town or something like, like when, when Angie and Leanna went to the conference and stuff, then I start planning for like, okay, what hikes do I want to do? What, what bicycle trails am I going to yes. ride All right. while they're out of town? So exactly. very similar in that, in that aspect. But we also hike and bike together a lot. We do that. We do that together a lot too. Yes. Very right. good. And tell, very about nice. our, uh, tell everyone about our family. Yeah, so we have also have two daughters. Uh, Emma is 29 and Lydia is 26. Uh, they're both also adulting. Uh, Emma just got married a few a few weeks ago, and they both live pretty far away, uh, Chicago and Wisconsin. So we don't get to see them very often. Uh, but yeah. Very nice. Right. Yeah, awesome. I just want to make sure everybody who's listening understands this is kind of weird how alike our marriages, our yeah. families, and our spouses are. Yep. It really <laughs> is. Yep. And yep. We did not know each other. We just came together, and it's just really weird. But yeah, yeah. It's, and it's and I just learned that Eric is an electrical engineer, and so am I. Yes. So that's, that's oh, that's cool. Too. Yeah, I was listening to that. I'm like, oh my goodness, another similarity. Yeah, so, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So, as you guys may or may not know, in our last episode, uh, we called it loving l o v e dash i n g because we had an acrostic with with love, uh, but it was loving your or unorganized partner. And Leanna and I talked about the challenges of sharing a space with others who were not matched as far as organizing. So we shared our perspective about how we've handled that mismatch over the years, but we wanted to get your perspectives as well. And here's what we promised our listeners, okay? So this is what you've got to deliver on. We're gonna go all in on what it's like to live as organizing opposites, give you real life examples of how we've managed to make it work in our relationships. There'll be no holding back. We're gonna be keeping it real about the highs and the lows. Okay, so that's what we have promised. So here we go, you guys ready? Absolutely. Ready. 
Go. All right. All right. So first question related to this issue. How long had you been married before you realized you were kind of organizing opposites or just mismatched as far as organizing styles? Do you remember any specific early experiences? So Eric, why don't you go first this time? Uh, well, you know, so when we first got married, I, we had the usual bachelor to being married transition, like, oh, we need to change the sheets more than twice a year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing, but I, I don't necessarily think that there was a, a, a huge, I started discovering a huge mismatch in terms of organizing, but I've noticed that definitely with the kitchen and with the bedroom closet and stuff like that, Angie definitely had some very specific ideas <laughs> about how those things should be set up. <laughs> um, and I guess the other thing I noticed pretty quickly was that lots of times she would kind of drop not so subtle hints by asking questions and i for the for the audio only listeners i put those in air quotes uh questions like so do you think maybe you'll clean up your desk this saturday uh, which sounds like a question but is really more of a request so, um so yeah so i i think it was more more of that i kind of noticed quickly uh angie's very strong preferences. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. Very strong preferences. Yeah, so I would say I, you, you can tie planning into the organizing space, right? So I, I found out very quickly that, that Leanna was very much of a planner mm -hmm. because I can, I can wake up on Saturday morning and say, hey, let's go to the coast. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll run and pack a bag and we can go to the coast. But Leanna, that was a little bit frustrating for Leanna because she would, would have liked to have more time to plan a trip like that, right? Yeah. And so, and so uh, that, you know, it took us a, a while to adjust to that. I, you know, I got better at not just waking up on Saturday morning saying, let's go to the coast, right? I uh, give her a, a few more days, but then she, she also – uh, you know, tended to flex a little bit and got a little bit more spontaneous, I guess, right? Whatever the opposite of that would be. And yeah. so, yeah. so yeah, I didn't take very long to figure out that, that Atlanta was very much more of a planner and, and, and you learn to appreciate that. So, hmm. Although if he came home today and said, I've got two tickets to paradise, are you ready? I would be like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, he's he's right. It, it, I would like before I would need three days right. advance notice, right? And now he can go. You want to go? I'm like, hey, yeah, let's go. So yeah, we've we've each we've each done that. So all right. So good answers, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, now my question to you is, what kind of compromises have you made, and how have you each changed over the years when it comes to organizing? So I, you know, I I guess. Uh, when you talk about compromising, I, I think given Leanna the latitude to to do the organizing things that she wants to do around the house, let her have that space, right? And then I just kind of participate in it. Um, <laughs> but I think that's that was, that's kind of the compromise. Rather than being, you know, I'm not a, I don't I'm not opposed to it. I, I in fact, in many cases, I welcome it. But that, that's her space and she does that really well. And I, and I guess the compromise is letting, letting her do that, letting her work that space. Mm -hmm. 
And have you changed much over the years before we get let Eric? I mean, do you think you've changed over the years when it comes to organizing? I don't think it changed a whole lot. Um, I, I think be, uh, certainly, I, you know, there, there's probably some areas where I've, 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 I'm more organized than I, I would have been, but I don't, I don't see that I've, I've changed dramatically over, over the years and uh, with regards to organizing. No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I would disagree. I think you've done a lot more, but. Well, it's been a long time, right? It's a span of 30, 30 years. So, it, it, yeah, I mean, you, you, gradually, I guess you could look at it and say, sure, I'm, I'm different than I was then, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, we all yeah. change, right? We all change. All right, Eric, how about you? Compromises and how have you changed over the years when it comes to organizing? Uh, I think as far as compromises go, I think one thing that we came up with was that I, I always like to have at least one space in the house that was mine. Mm -hmm. And yeah, most of the time since I've worked at home, I, I, I've worked from home for 25 years. Usually that space wound up being my office. And so we kind of both agreed that my office, since it only involved me and, you know, nobody else had any dependencies on that office space, then I could pretty much do with that office, whatever I wanted. And, you know, you could make suggestions if you want to. And I to, did. But, and she did. <laughs> but I was also yeah. perfectly free to ignore those suggestions. Which I did too. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, and a free so, zone, free space. I did it. Yeah, and and I and that wound up being really good because I knew I could leave my office as messy as I wanted to and clean it up on whatever schedule that I wanted to. Um. And Angie was fine with that. Now that, that, that was a good compromise that we came up with. I, as far as changing, uh, I think it sounds exactly like you guys. I think we moved toward, we grew toward each other yeah. in that sense. Um, I, I, I think early on, you know, particularly with, with regards to cleaning the house, Angie was very much like, if anybody is coming over to the house, boy, we've got to make it spotless. Absolutely. And, and I was much more, you know, relaxed about that. And I think over the years we've, we've grown toward each other in that yeah. she's relaxed a lot more. If it's, if it's like our church small group and they all know us, she's much more relaxed about, you know, what things have to be cleaned and to what standards they have to be cleaned. And, and I've grown toward her in, uh, you know, wanting things to be clean more than I did before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, good answers. All right. Interesting, too. Um, but I think I like how Eric said we've grown to each other, right? Yeah. I mean, and so that's it happens in all areas of I think of marriages, but I think it can, especially with organizing, too. So. Yeah. All right. So now we're um, getting to a question that uh, you are free to answer open and honestly. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we promise that when this is over and we go back to the rooms to be in the room with you, um, we will still love you and, and be happy with you. All right. What has been the most frustrating part of being married to an organizer? Because we know we can be, you know. So what what's been the most frustrating thing about being married to somebody like me who's very organized and like things in a particular way, Clint. Um, so 
Uh, I guess I guess it's kind of like um, like what what Eric was saying, right? I mean, there is some you know maybe there's some areas that you know what this this doesn't need to be organized or I'm okay with it being the way that it is, right? But but you would prefer that it you know certainly be more structured and, and more organized. And so I, I think there, yeah, there's probably just certain areas that you would say, you know what, it's okay just to leave that, leave that alone or that that's not as tidy as it could be. Or, you know, I, I think that's, even though we've, we've grown together and it's comp- and we've compromised, but there's still some areas where you think that, you know, my gosh, just leave that, leave that thing alone. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say that I have to put lids on everything. <laughs> Oh yeah, well yeah. Between lids and pillows, I, I don't know. I can, I can barely walk. You know, it's like a like a chessboard of pillows. Oh, all right, Eric, your turn to walk that line. What's the most frustrating part for you? Well, so the uh, you know the 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 rule of organizing, I guess, that Angie has kind of drilled into me more than anything which I both love and hate. (laughs) Everything has a home. Yeah. And so um, (laughs) the the problem, the problem is I can't put something down for more than 10 seconds before it's magically disappears to its home. And I'll give you a couple of examples. So like, I like to run. And so I'll drink water both before I run and after I run. And so I'll think, okay, well, I'll, I'll use this glass that I'm drinking water from before I run. I'll just put it on the counter and I'll leave it there until after my run and I'll use the same glass. But when I come back from my run, I found that that glass has been washed and put, is put in the dishwasher. So I got to get another glass. And, and another one is like, I'll go into the closet and in the morning I'll, I'll pick out a shirt to wear. So I'll pull the shirt off the hanger and, uh, put it on. And then sometimes I'll, I'll be like, no, no, I don't, I, I don't want to wear that shirt. So I'll go back to the closet sometimes like five minutes later and I'll take the shirt off and I'll be looking for the hanger where that, where that <laughs> shirt was hanging. And the hanger has already been moved from the, where your shirts are section to the ready to be reused section on the thing below. And I'm like, it's magical where did the hanger go. So, I, you know, it's like Angie applying the everything has a home rule and I get it, you know, because I've had a lot of benefits from that same rule as well. But boy, sometimes that rule just really uh, uh, bugs you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you, Eric, on the whole drink thing. So like having a cup of coffee in the morning and I get up to go to the bathroom and I come back and my coffee cup's gone and I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't done. And yeah, exactly. I, I just got like halfway done. I got a coffee. And it's already in the sink, and but she's got she's got a now where she'll she'll actually stop and ask me, "Are you done?" Even though I'm, I've got it in my hand. You know, are you done with your coffee? No, I'm not done with it. I think, I think we need to come up with something like a a cup that has like a timer on it, and like if. You know, and we set a minimum time of like 60 minutes or something like exactly. that. When the cup is not flashing red on the timer, then you leave it alone. Exactly. Yeah. Or like a, like a, or like a safe zone, a space. If it, if the cup is in this, in this little zone, go. then yeah. don't mess with it, right? 
So I like that too. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 good. Yeah. Yeah. Still not gonna do that, but that's okay. (laughs) Good idea that we won't follow. But yeah, <laughs> nice thinking. Just because it just drives him insane. And I just like to mess with him. So, <laughs> All right. So we, you've talked about some things that we've done that maybe have drive, driven you a little crazy. Here's a uh, question. What's an example of something that your organized partner organized that you appreciated the order? And then maybe hmm. something you wish we hadn't done. Um. So, I, I mean, I, there's a zillion things that I could, that I could say uh, how I've benefited from Angie's organization. Uh, there's so many things that I can find quickly because Angie organized them well. So like stamps and envelopes, I, can all, I know exactly where those are. I know where to find them. It doesn't take me any time when I've got to look for them. Batteries, um, you know supplies for home you know home maintenance and stuff like that there's so many things that's like i can get to them quickly if i'm getting ready to go to the store i can tell whether we need them or not because i know exactly where the the tub is that's got those in them and that's well labeled so uh so many i mean i can name a zillion things like that you digitized our recipes i i can always get to any kind of recipe very quickly uh something i wish you hadn't done um I don't know. I mean, I think I I can think of several things where it's like, I like the system that we have now, but boy, it took so many iterations to get to it. Like, <laughs> uh, the, the one is like spices. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times she changed the organizational system for our spices. I mean, it's like, true. Tried these different racks, tried them in drawers, tried them in, you know, like, He's like, please, okay, let's just settle on one. You know, we just had to customize it to our space, what we had available. Okay, but get marginal, you know, eventually, you know, you get to like marginal improvements for every iteration, but we had to buy new stuff every time to try. So, so, uh, and I guess, I guess the other one was like, uh, we, we do laundry together, and so, uh, we both have to understand the systems for like where clothes go. They go to, you know, this, this hangs up, this goes in the drawer, which drawer does it go in? Um, and I think initially her initial system for where her clothes were going to go into which drawer. I, I mean, I think Marie Kondo would have thrown up her hands in, in, you know, in frustration because it was impossibly complicated. Um, and I was eventually like, look, we got to simplify this. This, this is too complicated. I can't tell the difference between this is an exercise. This is yoga pants, but these very, very similar looking things are not yoga pants and yoga pants go in this drawer, but these other similar looking things go in this other drawer. So she, she did eventually simplify that so that we understand it. But, uh, some of the systems have been, uh, very complicated. Yeah. Fair enough. We did compromise that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, so I would say Lana's helped me. So, so, so the garage turns into chaos just pretty quickly under, under my control. And so uh, every once in a while, Lana, I'll, I'll get her and she'll help me really make good use of the space and put things back and on shelving in a way that now I can actually get to things. And you know what? The nice thing about that is 
if 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 you uh, everything is in total chaos, many times you end up buying something that you already had because you forgot you yeah. had it. And so that that's really helpful. Um, I'd say that the not so great, uh, maybe it's just the surprise organizing, right? <laughs> and so, like, I want to like plug something in. Well, where's my where's the where's his name? At? Where's the charging cable now? Oh, well, now it's got a home in this little box <laughs> underneath the lamp. <laughs> it's like, well, how would I? I I would never know to go look underneath the box and underneath the lamp, right? So, you know, just the surprise organizing things, right? Like Easter egg hunt for my stuff. <laughs> you know, That's great. That's great. Yeah. But, but, but in the end, it's all good. It's just, you know, it's just trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah. There's always a little box somewhere. Yeah. Labeled. Yeah. Or plastic Labeled tub. In- Clear plastic yeah. tub. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Labeled and lidded for sure. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we don't want to extend too much time, so we're going to go through some more questions pretty quickly. Uh, this should be an easy one. How many times have you been dragged into the container store? Oh my gosh! So here's the great thing about the container store. This is the great thing about, the, and Eric appreciate this. There's an REI outdoor outfitter right Ooh. next to the container store. Nice. And so. Well, I go to the container store with Leanna, but I don't actually go in because I can just, I can immediately just pivot and I'm in REI outdoor and I, and I can spend my time in, in REI and she's in the container store and we both come out and, and meet again. Right. So, uh, perfect. Yeah, it is perfect, but I have, I have gone in in there. It's an interesting store, but I, I generally try to go pivot and go over to REI. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately we don't have a our, we don't have a container store that's like close to no. us. So whenever we go to the container store it's always in another city. So like we're visiting Nashville and we go to the Nashville one. We're visiting Charlotte and we go to the Charlotte one. So unfortunately in situations like that I usually wind up having to be in the container store. Um, so it's but at, given that it's in a different town, it hasn't been that much. So, yeah. And you actually, you actually seem to uh, have gotten to uh, enjoy uh, looking at container store stuff, or maybe you're just a great sport about it. Well, I can tell you that if there was an REI next to the container store yeah. where we went, I would be exactly like Clinton. I would be in the REI. <laughs> I would be torn by that situation. I like REI too. All right. So what would you say is your biggest organizational challenge? Is it, so we talk about physical clutter, schedule clutter, and attention clutter. And which would you say is your biggest challenge and why, Eric? Uh, Definitely physical clutter, I'd say. I, you know, between those three, I think schedule clutter, I, I don't really have a problem saying no to stuff um, if if it comes up and it's not really consistent with what I want to do or uh, what my goals are. I I don't have a problem with saying no to things. Uh, attention clutter, I, you know, I think I do a pretty good job of like being in the moment, being present, yeah. and 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 listening when people are around me. But but True. I'd say physical clutter. I mean, I think t- stuff tends to accumulate around me not necessarily like keepsake stuff things like that but 
but just um, paper that I don't want to deal with right now. You know, that gets laid on the desk and kind of forgotten about. Um, or I don't really want to take time to to put this away. And so I'll just lay it here for right now. So definitely, I would say physical clutter. Okay. How about you, Clint? Yeah, I would say exactly the same, right? So my, my, my tool situation, is just a hot mess all the time, right? My tools... <laughs> Cause I don't really have a, I don't really don't have a great system. Right. And, and I have a lot of tools. I have a pretty good shop. So, um, so just that fit, you know, physical, physical space and clutter of things. That's a, that's a challenge for, that's a challenge for me that, that every once in a while, actually I was thinking about asking Leanna to have a look at my pegboard and help me like get some things sorted out. But I, uh, I'd say she'd be happy to do that. I, I know. Yeah. Like pegboard. That's like, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. it's like throwing, that's like catnip to a cat. Yeah. Exactly. You say pegboard. Pegboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we also know that a lot of, if, if the question were reversed, where we had to answer as wives, what your biggest clutter issue, I think most women who are listening would probably say attention because husbands don't tend to pay very much attention. Get attention. So. That's true. But um, in our situation, Eric was correct that he is much better at being in the moment than I am. So, yeah, no, no, for sure. I think men is in order and in tall order. So, um, okay. This one should be relatively easy for you to answer. Is containerized a word? Containerized? Is it a word? Yes. I don't think, I don't think that's a word. I think you guys, your organization made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. That sounds like one of those words, like it's impactful, which is not a word. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of our organization, what does NAPO stand for, Eric? Okay. Now they recently changed it. So Good. Uh, National Association of Productivity and Professional Organizers, or maybe I got the, the P's swapped. You got the okay. last two words start, slop, swapped, but I'm, I'm glad you remembered that they recently changed it. Yeah. Would you have gotten that, Clint? I thought it was National Association of Professional Organizers. That was before it changed when okay. they added productivity to the mix. But good. Which and is I really weird because it's, it's not napapapo, you know, <laughs> with two Ps. It's just, yeah. just one P. That makes well, no sense. Actually, that kind of stuff bugs me. It's yeah, actually NAPOP now because it's National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals, but they just left off the second P, so they keep keep it at NAPO. So. Well, then that was a trick question. Then. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, can't, you can't just drop letters and make, make, make stuff up, but anyway. <laughs> All right. Okay, so another question we want to know is, have you ever read an organizing-related book or listen to a podcast about organizing? If so, which ones and how did that impact you? Uh, let's see, zero and zero. I don't think oh, I've no. ever read an organizing. No, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never read an organizing book or okay. listened to an or, or listened to anything around organizing with regards to uh, social media or podcasting. I don't, okay, so. I'm gonna have to to ding you on that one because you watch the minimalist remember oh podcast the minimal yes i did I, I i take that back that was a while back i did i did get interested in listening to the 
the minimal minimalist. I love them. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. And then there was a, 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 a yeah, a documentary yeah. about that guy, which I thought was interesting. You're right, Lena. I, I didn't put them in the organizing space. I just put them in minimal, yeah. minimalism. Minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that why, after he finished watching, I mean, literally finished watching that next documentary, he went and started organizing um, and decluttering the kitchen drawers. No, I, I did get rid of some duplicates in the kitchen. I did. Love I was it. Yes. Yeah. I was just, oh, I felt such love. Um, <laughs> I was like, I love this man. Eric, how about you? <laughs> Uh, no, I've never really read an organizing book and, uh, I've never really listened. I mean, occasionally I listen to an organizing podcast called uncluttered, but does that, does that count? <laughs> yeah, I do listen to that while I run. Uh, no, not really. I've not really listened to an organizing podcast. I, my podcasts tend toward history and economics and, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Have you ever used your wife's organizing supplies for yourself? Oh, totally. I mean, uh, I, I love the label maker. Mm -hmm. um, he really I, does. He I, uses it regularly. I've used, I've used that label maker quite a bit. And every once in a while, I'll sneak one of those Velcro straps, mm -hmm. um, Velcro ties. I'm not even sure what the right word for those is. But uh, yeah, I've used those quite a bit. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I definitely take advantage of Leanna's label maker or, ha, or ha, have her make some labels that I thought would be really yeah. clever to use. And then things to secure stuff, zip ties and stuff like that. And yeah, for sure. So we are rubbing off on them, Angie. Woohoo. Yeah. Yay. It's <laughs> exciting. All right. So we've talked a lot about, you know, us as organizers. And, but Angie and I believe, and we talk about this on the podcast a lot, that organizing is a skill that can be learned, that everybody can be organized. So our question to you is, what do you think is your personal organizing style and how would you describe it? Organizing style. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess when I, when I think about shop and garage that, having things segregated, right? Um, okay. Based on their purpose, right? These things have a, a certain purpose and they, they belong together and kind of trying to get things uh, organized in, in that way the best I can, but, mm -hmm. but it still needs that, that still needs some work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But do you like, do you like putting things in boxes? Do you like constant about labeling, you know, that kind of stuff? I like to keep things. And so, you know, I have like some kind of like a classic, like a chest. And I, I like from, from races and things, I keep all that stuff and I put those in those specific like crates or, uh, and that, that way I always have it and I know, know where it's at. So, yeah. Okay. Eric, how about you? What's your style? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that I have a specific style. I, um, I, I tend to think the the systems that require the least maintenance are the the best ones that to to keep out long term. And so, usually, I mean, 
I don't really have a lot of spaces that are just mine anymore. Um, it's true. <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, we, I mean, I used to, you know, like we were, we were, we were, when we lived in a larger house, um, you know, I had my office, I had the garage, stuff like that. But now we kind of live in a loft and almost all our space is shared space. So, um, but, but when I did, I, I think mostly it was just, um, what's the minimum amount of classification that I can do here that I can, that I can maintain. So I guess maybe I'd say I was, a, I was a, a minimalist approach to organizing. Okay. That sounds cool. good. All right. How often do you use or follow the labels that I, that we have put all over the house? What, what, I, I'm not sure what you mean. What, what labels? Well, so Leanna and I obviously have everything organized and labeled. And do you find that you actually use that and, you know, put it back where the labeled place or do you just disregard those? <laughs> okay. I, when you first asked that, I thought you meant like, are you leaving notes for me around the house that I'm not seeing? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I haven't seen any notes recently. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest benefits of being married to a, an organized person, especially somebody who has formal training in being organized is that uh, everything has a home and uh, we would, we would be crazy to, to, ignore that system that's already been set up and placed right in front of us as a gift. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. If, if, um, if, if something has a home and I, and I, and I know, and I, I can know what it is and I can easily find it. It's just as easy to put it back in its home as it is to, to throw it, you know, throw it on the counter. Yeah. I would say the labeled baskets, you know, or it's kind of fun. It's an opportunity to be a little bit passive aggressive. And so the, the basket says bread, the basket says bread on it. And I've got the bread in my hand, but I'm not going to put it in the bread basket. I'm going to put it in the rice, the rice basket just because I can. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's kind of, you know, 50, 50, right? I know what the label says and I can, uh, and most of the time I'll put things where they're supposed to be based on the basket and the label, but sometimes it's fun to, to, to just, not do that so. you can kind of in a way you're like paying leanna back for those organizing surprises you've got some yeah exactly right yeah exactly the rice the rice is not supposed to be in that basket well i know that but i put it there anyway <laughs> he does and i'm just like oh come on man you know you know so and he's just doing it to mess with me that's right. Keep me on my toes, not to just frustrate me. All right. Well, um, we have just a few more questions. And the one I have for you is two part. So um, I'll ask it and let you guys answer. Then I'll ask the second part. If you could be more organized in one area, what would it be? Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before, but I think in my in my shop space with tools mm -hmm. so that I can find my tools and not dig around all the time looking yeah, I think that's a, that's definitely an opportunity, and the pegboard could certainly the pegboards could be improved. Okay, I'll tell you what, I will go out there and help you with your pegboards if if you are willing to get rid of the ten million Mac boxes we have from I think every Mac we've ever owned <laughs> since two thousand and six. You know, I don't know. That's tough because. I, 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 I don't know why, but I like to hold on to those Mac boxes. I don't Keeping know why. Keeping them just in case. 
Just in just case. case. Steve Jobs calls back and needs them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, What what's one area you could be more organized in? Uh, I think I'd probably say task management. I, you know, mm. I've, I've tried to, over the years, um, you know, Angie, Angie very religiously has a to-do list and, and knows exactly what the next thing she is wants to do. And um, oftentimes I'll get to like a, a, a couple of hours in the evening that I've got free and I'm sitting there thinking, I know I've got stuff to do, but I just can't remember what it is I want to do. And so I think I would be better about like organizing what things need to be done, you know, yeah, keeping a... I, and sometimes at different times, I've done a better job of like putting all my to-do list in a Google Tasks or the Reminders app or something like that. But then I'll kind of drop off of doing that. So probably task management, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, here's the second part of that question. If you could have your spouse less organized, what area would that be in? Be, be less organized? For me, yeah. Uh, what would you like to be less organized for me uh, to be less organized in? Less organized in. Um, gosh, I don't, I don't know, Leanna. Maybe, um, maybe some of the, maybe some of the clothes closet arrangement. Maybe because I, I'm pretty, pretty erratic. Like I don't have to have shirts. Don't have to be like. There's no, there's no structure to it. It's just, it's any kind of shirt. It could be a long sleeve next to a short sleeve or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, I can grab my shirt. So I, I don't know. Maybe just uh, some closet space, maybe. Okay. So Eric, where would you like Angie to be less organized? Um, I would say in the, we have this system uh, in our kitchen that we call the, um, varsity junior varsity and freshman system and that is like the varsity stuff is the stuff you use you know pretty much every day the G jv is like the stuff you use maybe once every couple of weeks and the freshman is the stuff you don't get to very often and so um the 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 problem i have is like she's she's assigned varsity jv and freshman to all the utensils but I don't, I don't know what their classification is. And so I'm constantly putting them back in the wrong space because, oh, I just put a J, I just put a varsity thing in the JV spot. And, oh, I just put a freshman in the varsity spot. And, and so the, it's, I, I, I like the system. I understand the system, but there's just no way for me to tell, uh, what things are actually in there maybe we maybe we need to have like a carve a little v or jv or f or something like that on them or something so i can tell where these go um but yeah maybe we need, maybe we need to simplify that one a little bit i think we need to simplify that one fair enough fair enough okay so we're almost to the lightning round one more question is is there anything that we haven't talked about that you really want to tell our listeners about how to handle the difference in between organizing styles? Um, I guess the only thing I would say is that I think the, I think the less organized spouse has an important role to play. 
you know, uh, one thing that we've talked about several times during this is um, organizers like to come up with systems and, and that's a good thing. Uh, but lots of times it's easy for professional organizers to come up with, to come up with systems that are too complicated to be maintained. Yeah. And I think they need the, the less organized spouse can play a role there by saying, Hey, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do whatever system we come up with, but it needs to be something that's, that's simple enough and maintainable yeah. enough that, and, and the current system that you got maybe is a little too complicated. And I think that's an important role. Um, and I think the other thing is like a sounding board. Um, I think yeah. we, we use this term rubber duck a lot. And yeah. it took me a while to discover that sometimes when Angie is asking me a question, she's not really asking me a question. She's, she's using me as a rubber duck. She's, she's floating an idea that she has and it, it may sound like a question, like, what do you think about blah, 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 blah. What she's really doing is just airing the idea and, and seeing how it sounds out loud. Um, and, and that's, that's an important role too. So. Yeah. Good. How about you, Clint? Yeah, I would just say, you know, I, I, I'm a, I give Leanna plenty of opportunity to be creative because, you know, she, she's been able to try a lot of different things, right? Because I, I'm, I'm a fair, you know, pretty, pretty easy uh, person to, to try some different organizing things. You know, right. So, so I give her, I give her the opportunity because of my personality, the opportunity to perhaps try some, some, some things out. And if that doesn't work, try something else. Right. So, yeah, kind of, kind of like what Eric was saying. We, 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 we give our, our wives an opportunity to, to use their skill set. So. <laughs> yeah. And we appreciate that so very much. Yes. <laughs> okay. Last five questions. These are going to be lightning round questions. It's going to ask you kind of like, uh, you know, this or that. Um, and you just spout off the first answer that comes to mind. Okay. Got it. All right. Okay. Guys did not get these questions ahead of time. We did give them the other questions so they could prepare, but um, these they have no idea. So you ready? Sure. Okay. Lid or no lid on a container? Lid. Lid. Oh. Beach or mountains? Mountains. I'd go to the mountain and the beach if I could, but uh, yeah, I would. I would say I, I would lean toward the beach. Yeah. Okay. All right, out of sight or front and center? Do you like things out of sight or front and center? Uh, I, you know, it's the, the frequently used stuff. I like front and center. Same. Okay. Same. Okay. If I Vanilla. use it a lot, front and center. If I don't, out of sight. Yeah. Okay. Vanilla or chocolate? I like chocolate. Vanilla. Vanilla. Oh, okay. Vanilla. All right. Uh, organized kitchen or an organized closet? I like the kitchen to be organized somewhat. Yeah. Spend a lot more time in the kitchen than I do the closet. So kitchen. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, good yeah. job. All right. Awesome. Good. Oh man. This has been so much fun. So Eric and Clint, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for your 
willingness to share, uh, to be open and vulnerable. And I know our listeners are just going to love everything you shared today. Yes. Thanks so much. All yeah, right, folks. That is it for this episode of the Uncluttered, Uncluttered Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the sneak peek into our uh, marriages and homes today with our husbands and that you learned something that can help you in your life and home as well. Please do us a big favor and hit the follow button if you haven't already or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, sharing, rating, and reviewing don't take long, but they do make all the difference about spreading the word about our podcast. So we would love and appreciate um, if you would do that and we love and appreciate our listeners as well and until next time remember an uncluttered life is an abundant life all right everybody good job thank you, everybody. Thank you.